one. Mark Abrams here in Philadelphia. Let's go down to Tennessee, the Volunteer State, where I've undefeated super lightweight Ty Tomlin on the uh, on the line here. Uh, Ten and zero, six knockouts. What's happening? Oh, not too much. Not too much. Rainy day here. St. Patty's Day. Hanging out. You're, you're, I guess. You're, I guess. Well, I, how is everything down in Tennessee in terms of uh, COVID and everything going on uh, down there? Every, everything's slowing down a little bit. Uh, it's still mass mandates, everything else in full effect. But I think things are finally starting to get a little bit better, like the rest of the world. At least I hope so. Uh, so you just had a recent win on March fourth. A uh, good victory down in Mississippi. Uh, talk about it. Yes, sir. I came in. Uh, I fought this fight at 140. Normally, I'm going to be fighting at 135 in the lightweight division just because I feel like that's where I'm going to fight best and the most action is right now. But I came into this fight. I really wanted to make a statement. So I came out hot and ended up getting the guy out of there in about 55 seconds. I hurt him to the body and uh, then jumped on him, hit him with some really hard shots, and the ref stepped in. He had seen enough and uh, went down to Mississippi and got my double-digit wins. We're up to 10 now. So uh, – you know, you mentioned here when it's time to start fighting for those regional titles and so forth. The 135 is going to be the the, um, the the route of choice. Yes, sir. 135 is somewhere where I feel strong, and it's not too hard to make. I I don't overdo my weight cuts. I fight where I feel comfortable, and I feel like 135 is going to be a good place for us. Okay, so let's get a little bit about you out there. Um, when did you start boxing? Why did you start boxing? Well, I started boxing at a very young age, about 10 years old. Uh, the why is really or a big how. thing. I, why, <laughs> how, yeah, right. Uh, I really originally wanted to do MMA. Boxing wasn't really something that was on my radar. But I started with my hands and started to excel with it uh, in a couple of years there. And it's something that I fell in love with and I've stuck with ever since. So did you ever get to the uh, the wrestling or jujitsu aspect oh, of it? Oh, no. No, sir, I never did. I After I got in there, I started sparring everything else, got some of those local amateur fights. Uh, it's, I found out it's something that I could be successful with, and I never even started anything else. Boxing stuck with me. And what's uh, what's very interesting about you, you're from a you know relatively small town in Tennessee. Very small town. And, and yet, not only you, but the IBF super middleweight mm-hmm. world champion is from, from uh, your town as well, Caleb Plant. So uh, talk about, uh, I would imagine there's a relationship there. And, oh, yeah, and, definitely. Or, or uh, how about like an influence based, you know, obviously mm-hmm. with his accomplishments. Talk about that. Yeah, that's actually the very first gym I started with was uh, his dad owned a gym here in Ashland City, Richie Plant. And uh, seeing him work as one of the older guys that you'd always look up to kind of deal. It was really cool to see that. Uh, that gym ended up closing down. We went and trained with a bunch of other guys. But uh, I kept up with him. We see him at am- amateur tournaments sometimes. And uh, his father was actually at my very first pro fight, which is really cool. I got to FaceTime Caleb, talk to them and everything else. So that was a cool experience. But being at such a young age and both of us kind of coming up in the same town was always really cool. But I think it really all came together when we fought at Bridgestone Arena. And, of course, he was making a title defense, mm-hmm. and it was one of my first big stages as a pro. So just to see it all get to that point was really cool, but I can't wait till I'm the one fighting for titles myself, too. Yeah, when you think of Tennessee, you think of you know Nashville, which I know is somewhat close, or Memphis. Yes, you got Ashland, Ashland Tennessee. Uh, talk about growing up there. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a small town, tight-knit environment. 
Uh, everybody really supports me from here, which I find incredible. I play local sports and everything else growing up. I played some basketball up through middle school, but I realized I wasn't going to be like six, seven foot tall. Unfortunately, it stopped at 5'8". I'm still waiting for some growth spurts in there somewhere. <laughs> but uh, so everybody's always heard about my amateur career, but they never been able to watch me. So when I went pro, everybody was really excited about it. And we have gotten to the point where we just sell out arenas. And it's been a really cool experience to see that small, tight-knit town come together and support me the way they do. Sounds like me. I, I was a basketball player growing up as well. And as soon as I stopped at about about five, seven and a half, five, eight, uh-huh. I said, you know what? Probably going to be easier to talk about it than, than, than <laughs> at a higher level than, than, than play it. So, right, uh, right. You are, so you talked about, uh, you know, Caleb's dad, Richie, being your first trainer, your trainer now, and also your manager is your father. Uh, yes, talk sir. About, talk about that relationship. Obviously, there's a lot, lot of fighters that have the father-son-trainer-fighter relationship, and, you know, you hear some stories uh, that, you know, what happens in the gym or in fight night, sometimes good, good, bad, or indifferent comes back, <laughs> comes back to home. How, how, do you, how are you guys able to separate that? Uh, We do a really good job of separating, I feel like. Like you said, there's a lot of father-son duos in the game right now. And normally it's the top. Uh, Me and my dad have talked about it in the past. You really want somebody that cares for you in the boxing game. And you want that as a coach, but also as a manager, because all the training and everything else comes into it. It's just a really dangerous sport. Uh, Say something were to happen in there, and I need somebody to look out for me. He's always there to do that. And like I said, on the business end, too, there's a lot of dealings that go on. Boxing's a dirty sport. It is. So you got to have somebody there for you that really cares about you, like my father does, and uh, to watch over you. But separating it from home, uh, growing up, that was a little harder because I wasn't as mature as I am now. But now that I'm older and I've gone pro and we're kind of really on the same level, being younger, anytime I wouldn't take it as seriously in the gym as I needed to, anything else, we'd get in those kind of fights. But now this is what I do. This is what I live for. And we're on the same page with that, and we mesh together very well. You mentioned that you're, uh, you know, when you fight locally, you uh, sell a lot of tickets mm-hmm. and are very popular. Yes, uh, and, and you know, ten and O's, you know, if you're not one of those kids that are coming out of the Olympics, you know, you mm-hmm. have to do it on your own a little bit. Uh, are you starting to, to get some nibbles from uh, some promoters and some uh, oh, yeah, definitely. P- people who can provide those higher platforms? And uh, how is it, you know, did you have a time frame of when you will make a decision in, in that regard? Yeah, we've been hearing from a lot of different people. Uh, like you said, 10 and 0 is really that big mark if you're not getting signed right out of the gate by some of the bigger promotions. But we've been taking phone calls, and that's why we haven't announced a fight date or anything else just yet. We've been hanging out, staying ready for a fight when we get that opportunity. But we've heard from a couple people. I'm not going to say which ones just yet, obviously. Oh, come, come on. Let's, let's break I, some news here. <laughs> I, I can't break anything just yet, but uh, you'll hear about it as soon as we get a contract in and get anything signed. And uh, one thing, obviously, you're still you're still a, a young man, and you, you've actually, um, from what I understand, become a, kind of a mentor a, in the um, in in your local area. You speak at a lot of high schools and middle schools, and you uh, you know you speak out against drug use and and whatnot. How did that all come about? And uh, you know, like I said, you don't see many young people. Uh, you know, basically go through in terms of uh, speaking at the schools and uh, mentoring young kids. How did that all come about? Well, that's something that uh, is really bad in our community. We've had a lot of drug problems. It's not always the bad people that get with these problems. 
Uh, addiction is just a terrible disease and it's run rampant throughout where I'm from. And it's something we're passionate passionate about. And I feel like I've also been told that a lot of young kids look up to me and I feel like I'll have a better idea of how to speak to them and how to really get through to them than a lot of other people. So we've worked with the sheriff's department and everything else, and we're starting a program to get into some of those schools and talk to them and get a different perspective on it, one that might come through to them a little bit more. Is this something that, you know, as your profile grows bigger, you know, maybe fighting or you, you never know. I don't know if you'll ever relocate or whatever. Mm-hmm. If boxing takes you here or there, that's something you, you plan to, you know, maybe take to a higher level as your profile uh, continues to grow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're all about helping everybody we can along the way. Uh, we're not going to forget anybody along the way either, even if I do happen to relocate. Uh, I know sometimes you have to do things like that. Yeah whether you travel, we've been traveling a lot to spar. Uh, if I ever have to actually move locations, mm-hmm. no matter where I go, no matter what I do, I'm going to continue to work with my hometown or continue to work with wherever I have to go. But as of right now, I don't plan on going anywhere. This is my home and yeah. we're fortunate enough to be able to travel for all of our sparring training camp needs. So Yeah. yeah like we mentioned before, Caleb is out in Vegas now. Yeah. Obviously he needs, have you been out to Vegas and done anything I, with it yet? I haven't been able to yet. We had something planned because I had my first fight with PBC uh, back in February, and then I had another one planned for April of last year. But that's right when COVID hit. And before that April fight, we had planned to actually fly out to Vegas and uh, have a couple weeks of a training camp out there, get some sparring and everything else. But since things are starting to clear up a little bit, we plan on making those trips out there and getting high-quality sparring. Uh you mentioned the uh, the COVID and everything shut down. How were you able to, uh, you know, uh, obviously things probably were shut down for a little bit of time. Were you able to, you know, get, get your work in uh, for the most part? Oh, yes, sir. We stayed very active compared to a lot of fighters. I think I had five fights last year, mm-hmm. which uh, a lot of people haven't fought in almost two years because yeah. of it. You know, just the timing of it all. But we stayed very busy. Uh, I didn't fight for six months, but I used all those months to uh, really work on some things, and I came back better. Did you watch it? Maybe watch a lot of film, or you oh know, yeah, kind watch, of, watching tons of film. And uh, a big thing we've been trying to work on is our defense. My offense, I think, is outstanding. I've got a lot of power and uh, volume, everything that goes with it. But my defense is something I feel that can actually improve. So each fight and, of course, throughout COVID and everything else, that's where I've really been working. That's been our focal point. But when do you feel that you could be ready or would like to fight one of those, uh, you know, maybe showbox level kind of fights mm-hmm. or you're fighting another kid who's 10, 11, whatever, around your uh, um, around your record, uh, with zero, one losses? And when, when do you feel you'll be ready for that? We've been looking for more fights like that here lately. Uh, obviously when you get some management teams, everything else in there, they can help you with those kind of things. But I don't see a reason why I can't do that within the next year or two because I'm progressing very quickly. Uh, I'm still a very young guy though. I'm 21 years old and uh, a lot of people consider that to be a baby in this sport. So we're not going to rush anything. We're going to take our time with it and make sure, uh, it works out for us. It's funny. You said you're 21 years old, and obviously, I knew that by doing the research. You, I mean, you carry yourself like 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 a mature old older guy. So, uh, well, thank you. I appreciate it's, it's, that. It's, it's it's a big 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 credit to you in that regard. Have you begun to maybe, you know, I don't not gonna tell you to name anyone or do you see 
a couple of the guys that maybe for that kind of step up fight, like you yeah. said, you want to, there are a couple of guys without calling anyone out that, that you have kind of circled. Maybe this is the type of fight with, with this, uh, with this guy in the next year or something. Yeah. We've been looking as a team, looking through a couple of those kind of guys. Uh, I know there's a couple, like you said, I'm not going to name anybody, mm-hmm. but uh, we feel that we're better than, and they've got some fatal flaws that I could take advantage of. But right now, like I said, taking everything slow, taking those offers in and seeing what's really on the table and out there for us. Yeah, I think there was a couple of lightweight fights on Showbox last week, so maybe one of those guys. Yeah, right? I've been checking those out too. And I, <laughs> I definitely feel like I'm capable of those kind of fights right now. But uh, we just have to take our time with it and see, really. Gotcha. So uh, I guess last couple of questions. What do you want to say to fans out there who, you know, who already um, – Know who you are? Or some of the fans who don't know who you are who seen you for the first time, uh, what do you want to tell the fans out there? Oh, uh, really? Just to continue to tune in. And for everybody that doesn't know me yet, obviously you can see a little bit of what I'm about now. But as I continue to grow, you're going to see more and more of that. And I feel like I have a very entertaining fight style. I feel like i got a lot of things going for me. I try to be a professional in all aspects of this sport. So just continue to tune in, follow me, everything else, and uh, watch how we grow. One last question just came to mind. You, you, you seem so calm and chill. We're talking, having a nice conversation. The nickname Short Fuse, <laughs> I, 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 I can't believe that. I, yeah, I, I do get that a lot. Uh, like you said, as I carry myself outside the ring, it's completely different how I carry myself inside the ring. Uh, when I get in there, it's all business. It's not any play about it. So that's more or less I got the nickname from my amateur career. Uh, when I was younger, they that's a lot of people would pick me out from the crowd trying to fight me. I know we'd go and, to some of these bigger tournaments, and I'd be like, oh, I want that guy, just because I don't look like much, you know. And anytime I get hit or anything else, I just – you'd see something change. And everybody always set out a short fuse. And that has since grown uh, into a brand and everything else in my professional career. And we've been able to take it and run with it. But the same thing still applies. I know even in my last fight, every, I was just stone cold going in there. As soon as I got hit, everybody said they just saw it change. And uh, as soon as I hurt my guy out of the body, I just jumped on him and got him out of there. So, so it's almost like a double-edged sword with you. If Absolutely. They if they don't hit you, you're going to hit them and win. But if uh-huh. they do hit you, you're going to kind oh, of it's just, yeah, it's just going to turn it turn it up. Uh, so I guess I don't know. They, I don't know how to fight you. Though. I don't know how you. I don't know if you'd, <laughs> you'd be aggressive or not. What, where do we find you on social media? Uh, you can get me on Facebook, just at Ty Tomlin, and I also have my athlete page, Tyler Shortfuse Tomlin, Twitter at Ty underscore Tomlin, and my big one, Instagram, Ty underscore Tomlin, one, two, three. You can check me out on all those platforms. I know we've got lots of videos and, uh, of course, photos, everything else. So uh, go through all that content and make sure to hit that follow button. We'll get to know this young man. He's a he's a budding star and you know, he's a great for his community. And, uh, you know, uh, we appreciate the time, a few minutes of your Wednesday night here. And we're going to be following you and I hope to talk to you along the way. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. We'll talk soon. Thank you very much. Thank you.